You're listening to the Saturday Morning with Jack Tame podcast from News Talk ZB. And our personal finance expert, Hannah McQueen from Enable Me, is with us. Gilda. Good morning. I don't know about you, Hannah, but I reckon there are a few signs that things might just be turning in the property market for the first time in at least a year, but probably 18 months. Things might be heading in a northerly direction rather than south. Yeah, I think so. I think there's evidence. I think CoreLogic have come out and said that there's tentative evidence that the downturn is winding up. ANZ have come out and said that house prices have bottomed. There's a widening housing deficit. We're seeing quarterly growth as it was at historical levels. Building consents have come down. Net migration is 65,000 to March and likely to hit 100,000. And that's even before you factor in OCRs, uh, peaking, yeah. <laughs> possibly a change in government, new tax rules, maybe tightening in government spending, which will push the OCR down, which then means borrowing to cheaper. All of these things push housing uh, prices up. Yes. Right. What would be the impact if things have indeed turned? Because I suppose there's a difference, isn't there, between reaching the bottom and actually turning and, and house prices, you know, really starting to steadily increase. Yeah, well, some data is suggesting that in the next uh, 12 to 18 months, you could expect anywhere from 8 to 20% growth in house prices. Wow, yeah. That's, that, I guess that's yeah. the thing with the property market is that although they tend to quote 10-year averages as to the growth rate, yeah. the growth rate isn't spread evenly over those 10 years. It can be quite flat and moderated by economic conditions. And then when you see the loosening of interest rates, it tends to be a two to three year period where you get almost all the growth for that 10 year period within a two to three year segment. Yeah, right. Right. That's interesting. So actually, it's not a, it's not a sort of steady line. If you imagine a graph, it's not like a, a perfectly kind of steady, um, you know, a, a steady uphill line. It's, it's very much a sort of up and down and up and down and up and down. And, and oh. a couple of those years might experience much greater growth. Yeah, it tends to be quite flat for maybe five or six yeah. years, and then you have it almost doubles in a kind of two to four year period, yeah. oh, and so then it flattens for another five or six years, and then doubles again. So, what we're looking to, uh, I guess, enter is the next phase of yeah. growth, and we do know that property growth tends to follow immediately after a recession. And right, is that not where we are? Uh, but if you go back. Uh, the last 30, 40 years, the start or that trigger of the upward kick yeah. <laughs> uh, that follows immediately after recessions or you know worsening economic conditions. So do, do you expect, in your role, do you expect to see a, a, an uptick in demand for people who want to be investing in residential property again? Absolutely. Well, to be honest, we've had it all the way through. Cause, uh, but, but certainly, and I think Kiwis are like that when they... I guess get a sniff of the conditions are starting to loosen. They feel more confident, I guess, dipping their toe in. And I've always kind of advocated that, look, time in the market is more important than your time that you enter the market. Yeah. But still, I get that uh, when you can see some of these obvious signs that conditions are improving, you're going to see more and more people start to move in that direction when previously they had paused. Yeah, so right. They didn't want to do it. They were just... Like, oh, I don't know, and what's this? What's the Reserve Bank going to do? And who knows? All these things, you know, it created enough um, discomfort for people not to feel confident. And I think that that discomfort's now starting to 
be removed because so many of the conditions are facing in the right direction. Yeah, right. Do you get the sense um, that, it, well, well, if people are considering maybe picking a time sometime soon to, to dip their toes in, how important is actually being really, really clear on your strategy? Because that whole difference between timing the market and time in the market is kind of critical. Yeah, well, I think that you're, you've got to have the right property criteria for your particular situation. And yeah. everyone's situation is different, but it depends on the goals that you're trying to achieve. So if you're wanting, say, a $500,000 gain in the next 10 years, you need a property to go up in value at a particular rate to give you that. Well, not all regions go up at the same rate, right? Yeah. So you need to start to narrow down what that works and what you can afford to top up. Like There are, there are many things that are just as important as choosing the right property is your ability to hold through mm. the next cycle because if you're buying now, which would be the perfect time, like right at the bottom of the market, you are wanting to hold until you get to the top of the market and it could be more negative conditions to come in the next 10 years. Yeah. We've got to make sure you spend just as much time getting the criteria right as well as determining how you exit the market to realise the gain. And that's mm. where the strategy comes in. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Hey, thanks, Hannah. That's Hannah McQueen from Enable Me. You can find her, of course, at www.enable.me. For more from Saturday Morning with Jack Tame, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Saturday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.